Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Perspectal Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about the non-list. So, in life, a lot of the times for different individuals, there are things that they think uh, when they do it or when they accomplish it that their life will be more complete or worth it. And um, what I'm talking about right now is not a bucket list. I think a bucket list is kind of stuff that you intend to do in your life before death, but um, I'll explain that a little bit later. Right now, the list I'm talking about is a little bit different for everybody, and uh, to kind of explain it, some of the possible things that could be on that list uh, are like falling in love and getting married, um, getting educated to some high level, having children, or even becoming rich. Um, these things are just examples. They could be on your list, they could not be on your list, and you could have other things on your list. But um, while some of these things may appear on someone's bucket list, like getting educated, maybe like getting a college degree might be on somebody's bucket list, um, I would say the main difference between the idea of a bucket list, which I'm only bringing up because I don't want to confuse the list I'm going to talk about today with the idea of a bucket list. The, the main difference between the two is I think a bucket list is more focused on being a one-time experience and you kind of do something and you experience something and then you say, hi, I did it, like travel to a foreign country, be in two time zones at the same time. Uh, go skydiving. I think those kind of things are more bucket list and the list that I'm talking about today focuses more on achieving long-term goals and possibly growing with those goals or growing with your life. Um, kind of like the examples I said before. Uh, this list I think, um, the one that I'm going to talk about, uh, it's, it's interesting because it has a catch and uh, I think when you have items on this list uh, the point of ticking off items on that list is essentially kind of to make progress in leading what you would consider a good or a worthwhile life. And again, the criteria of the list is really up to the individual. And so what they define as a good kind of worthwhile life, I mean, is not exactly laid out like in the constitution of this list or something like that. But you can kind of survive what's important to somebody or what they really want to do by looking kind of at their their list and their goals for what they want to achieve long term. Um, another point to this is uh, a lot of the times a person must actually tick off items to feel accomplished and feel like they are completing things and leading a good slash worthwhile life. And then lastly, I think this is the interesting part because um, having the list, you're supposed to tick off items and uh, in order to feel good and accomplished, you actually must tick off items. You must do things that's important to you. But if along your life while you're going about accomplishing items on this list, if you focus too much on the list and sort of demand of yourself to complete tasks and you're very rigid about it and You've, you're, you're very, very intense in the way that you're focusing on the list, which can happen sometimes. Uh, oftentimes, you'll miss out on some of the spontaneity of life and 
not enjoy yourself, and it can even cause you sometimes to not be able to tick items off your list because you're focusing too much on trying to tick items off your list. So um, with this list, uh, I think for today, I'm going to talk about two ways to go about dealing with this list. And I feel everybody has this type of list somewhere in their mind of things that take kind of a while, involve hard work, and they want to accomplish. They maybe never got to accomplish it um, because different things in life happen. But, the you know, I always wanted to be a doctor or... I always wanted to learn how to go sailing or different things like that or like the other examples like getting educated, falling in love, getting married, those kind of things. Um, and the two ways that we're going to talk about in this podcast are called the checklist and the non-list. And so first up, the checklist. I think that's kind of the catch I was talking about before when you focus meticulously on accomplishing these life goals. I think that when you do this, and you kind of tunnel vision yourself and, hey, these are my goals. Get a doctorate degree, become the best doctor in the world, cure cancer. And like you focus and laser focus on just that. Um, there's still no guarantee that you'll actually do these things. Um, and I think that it's very possible that you'll have less fun in your life because you are focusing very hard on accomplishing goals, not necessarily experiencing the journey that comes with accomplishing the goal. You're, you're looking at the end, not focusing on where you are. And um, like kind of like I alluded to before, uh, when you're too rigid in accomplishing a task, you predefine the task before, and you don't really allow for flexibility during the task. And I think... This has a number of problems, and I think um, the main one to me is you're assuming that you can accurately define what your goal is before you start working on it. And a lot of times as you start working on something, you realize it's different than what you thought it was, or it takes longer than what you thought it would, and things like that. And when you're being very rigid in accomplishing goals, oftentimes uh, you ignore those kind of uh, circumstances and you push forward with what you originally planned, no matter what. And when you do that, uh, it often kills the necessary flexibility to live your life, have a good time and you know, enjoy and experience, and also to tick off tasks because um, Sometimes flexibility is an extremely valuable tool in making progress towards something where if you come into something with, I'm going to do this this way and it must happen, sometimes that's the thing that stops you from getting it done. Sometimes that is the way to never do it because in order to do the task, maybe you didn't know everything you needed to know once you set out. And now that you're somewhat in it and you have some experience, you need to kind of recalibrate and take a step back and look at kind of the different angles and maybe make a new plan. So that's kind of the checklist where uh, people are focusing really hard on accomplishing the goal. And uh, now we're going to move on to the non-list. And the non-list is, it's the same list. The checklist and the non-list are the same list. But the non-list um, instead of focusing meticulously on accomplishing life goals, like in the checklist, with the non-list, you understand your life goals, you have an idea of what they are, and you desire to accomplish them, but you don't 
lose yourself in the pursuit of your goals. You pursue your goals, but you also allow life to happen. You allow yourself to revise and edit your goals, and you allow yourself to be flexible to maybe if I can't do it this way, I could get it done this other way. And with the non-list, uh, much like the checklist, there's no guarantee that you will accomplish anything on your list. Um, but I think there is a much higher possibility that you will have fun because um, instead of having the laser focus or what I would call tunnel vision, you have more like a wide panoramic view and you get to see more things. You're experiencing life. You're not too focused. You can still focus at times, but the idea is you're not saying, I'm only going to do these things. These things are my priority and I have to get these things done. Um, it allows you to kind of like live in the moment and have some fun that way. Uh, also, like I alluded to with the checklist, and I was saying with the checklist, it's, it's a lack of flexibility, but with the non-list, you have more flexibility. And so maybe when you were 12, you decided that, uh, I don't know, you wanted to be president of the United States. And as you got older, you realized you didn't even want to be president. You wanted to have a positive impact on your community. And you changed your goal, not necessarily because you thought the original one was impossible or um, you changed your mind, but the definition of your goal changed because you got a wider perspective of kind of yourself and the, the world around you. And, and having the flexibility to understand yourself and acknowledge that you can make changes because your perspective changes, I think has a lot to do with accomplishing your goals and feeling satisfied when you do. And lastly, I think this is the most important part of the concept of the non-list. And this is you allow flexibility, not necessarily to change yourself or to edit your plans, but you allow flexibility for life to happen. Um, in the beginning of this podcast, I gave a couple of examples of things on the list, and one of them was falling in love and getting married. And I think a lot of people have this on their list. They want a partner. They want someone to walk through life with. There's a lot of songs about it, so I would guess that it's on people's minds. Um, but if you're too rigid about this, if it's on your checklist and you're like, I am going to find a partner, I am going to get married, I am going to have two kids, and you're focused on that, there's a high chance that your focus on that will hinder you in getting the best partner or even getting a partner at all. And it can turn into a goal rather than an experience. And when it turns into a goal, um, I think, well, depending on your definition of a relationship, I think it can often kind of, I don't know, turn the act of finding a partner and getting into a relationship into more like a business practice than uh, kind of an interpersonal connection. And um, so there's times when you treat certain goals as checklist items and it, it changes the whole goal just by focusing on it too much. And in this, um, I would say for the relationship idea, sometimes being too rigid destroys the entire possibility of letting um, an item get ticked off on your list. Because maybe if you're too rigid, um, you miss 
the opportunity with your ideal partner because you're too focused on, I don't know, some statistical analysis of the ideal partner or some, I don't know, which, what would be going on in somebody's head if they were laser focused on getting into a relationship. But um, hopefully this idea is kind of manifesting as I dance around it. So we have these two ideas. We have the checklist and the non-list, which ultimately I think are two ways of looking at this thing that I'm calling the list. Again, this is not the bucket list. The bucket list is about kind of one-off things that you do, and I would say those are more like abstract things, like take a picture with the president, um, do a backflip, uh, travel to the Caribbean. Those are the kind of things where you can do it, and you're like, done. This is definitely done. But with the, um, with the things on the list, which can be looked at as a checklist or a non-list, I would say checking them off, uh, it's not always as straightforward as stepping in two time zones at once. Uh, you, you know when you did that. It's very easy to tell you did that. You can take a picture. That you can make evidence of it. But where's the evidence that you fell in love? Where's the evidence that you got educated? With some, there's objective evidence like having kids like there's definitely objective evidence that you had kids but um becoming rich or becoming wealthy at what point do you become rich and wealthy um so i think for a lot of items on the list they're more uh long term they're more based on you having to go through a journey to get somewhere like learn how to play guitar i always wanted to learn how to play guitar but like at what point in playing guitar do you know how to play guitar? At what point can you say, check, I know how to play guitar? And so that idea can be uh, kind of used to differentiate between the list and the bucket list. Um, but I do definitely believe that um, you can make progress towards your goals that you have on the list. And oftentimes, depending on who you are, and if you set certain goals for yourself, maybe um, instead of, I always wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Maybe in your mind, you said, I always wanted to learn how to play like the opening solo from that Mars Volta song. And then that's your definition of knowing the guitar. And then if you can play that song, then you got it. But um, it depends on how you define things. And um, I think it's more of a, you have comfort that you have made progress or that you have achieved goodness along a certain line rather than you've gotten a specific trophy. Um, and so those are kind of some contrasts between this idea of the list and the bucket list. And then again, like you can look at the list in a lot of different ways that we're not talking about right now. I'm talking about two specific perspectives about the list, and that's the checklist and the non-list. Um, but there's other ways to look about it. Um, and I'm not going to talk about those right now, but I'm not saying this is the only way to go about your life. Um, but looking at the list in these two ways, I think it helps because I think there are times where we need the checklist, like um, when it's finals week in college and one of our goals is to get educated. Sometimes we need to blot out everything else so that we can focus on achieving a goal. Um, so sometimes when there's deadlines, it's very important to have that laser focus and ignore other things and be very rigid in how you go about something. 
But there's other times where we need the non-list, where we need to say, eh, it's good enough, or, you know, I don't have to be as rigid in the way I think. Let me, you know, have an open mind and think about stuff. I think having a rigid mind and standing up for what you believe is right, I think you can look at it in that light, is very important at some times, but other times it's equally or more important to be open-minded and kind of take life how it comes and live in the moment. So uh, ultimately, the list, it's a tool, and we can use it to help us and guide us on our path and to even measure if we're making our dreams come true or if we even have dreams. But like any other tool, like a hammer or a screwdriver or even a cell phone is a tool, um, you can use it for th certain things. You can often use a single tool in different ways, like we're using this tool as a checklist or as a non-list. We're using it in different ways. We're looking at it differently. But this tool, it's not a solution for everything. And so even if you use this as kind of like a roadmap to guide yourself through your life and kind of measure your progress or whatever you do with it, it's not all you need. You need other tools usually to do a job. And so kind of just throwing that idea in there, uh, it can, this list can be used for different things at different times. You can look at it in different ways, but it's not a cure-all. It's not a panacea. Um, but it, I think it is a good tool to use. Um, and then I think some important kind of annotations to make to this explanation. I feel sometimes, again, kind of like referring to episode two with philosophy and methodology, sometimes people, even me, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a people too, um, get very caught up in listening and trying to understand a concept and become very methodical about it. And I would say being methodical is being very checklist. Okay, do this, do this, do this, do this. Okay, okay. Um, and at some time, at some point, that's important. Kind of like I said in episode two, maybe this is just a repeat of episode two. I just realized that. But um, at other times, it's more important to be philosophical or to think about it in terms of why I would do it or to be more flexible in your open-mindedness to understanding an idea. And I think um, when you're talking about your list, over time, you change as a person and you grow, you learn new things, you have new experiences, you throw away old ideas, you reteach yourself stuff, and you become a different person over time. And so maybe the person who created this list originally, maybe like five-year-old Jordan, who said that he wanted to be an engineer, maybe when he's 18, he still wants to be an engineer, maybe he doesn't anymore, because he realized that there was some other job, and it sounded way better. So. Basically, there are times in your life where as you grow older, you change your perspective or whatever, and you may need to take your list and make major revisions, or you may even need to scrap that entire list and make a new list. And this could happen because of like traumatic life experiences, maybe you have a shift in your beliefs. There's a lot of things that can make this happen, but I think it's important to say that that's possible and it's not bad to say, hey, this old list, it... I thought it was good, but maybe I need to work on something new, or maybe oh, all, all 10 out of the 11 things on here, I don't want them anymore. I want these things now. That's fine to say. And then there are other times in your life 
where a list is not important to focus on and it's not important to think about. Sometimes it's good to just breathe and, and not have to do anything and to relax. Um, so I would say that there are times where you should just live your life and not focus too much on the list. Um, in this, I think there's kind of like three main things where you get your checklist, the non-list, and then kind of the no list where you're not listing at all. Um, and I think all three are important. They play their, their role at different times. But um, in this, uh, I think personally for me, journaling helps a lot because I don't really remember who I was two years ago. And as I journal the act of writing, it helps me do reflection. And um, then I can like read stuff that I did, wrote before. And then I'm like, oh man, I was totally different. I, I, why was I making those decisions? Oh, okay, here's my perspective back then. I remember that. Um, that helps me with um, seeing how I've progressed and seeing what my goals were in the past, seeing how my list progresses as time moves on. But I mean, this list idea I think is good for me and I use it but I don't focus on it too much. I just use it as a concept in my tool bag um, and so that's basically it. I hope this helps you out or gives you something to think about and talk to your friends about. Maybe you'll meet somebody at the bus stop and pester them and make a new friend by having an interesting conversation. So uh, that was episode three on the non-list. Uh, if you thought this was interesting uh, please share it with somebody. Please have a conversation with somebody else or hit me up and ask me questions if you have questions about it. I always love to hear from uh, people about intellectual ideas and what they think about what I think. So I'd appreciate that. And uh, if you want to know the latest about what Jordan Tremaine is doing, I've started some online uh, philosophy workshops where I kind of explain a concept and then have a conversation about it. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram, which is at Jordan Tremaine underscore, and I post basically all my events and all my different stuff there. But um, yeah, that's basically the idea. Please share it with somebody or please give me um, some ideas or some feedback. I would love that. And uh, with that, I will see you guys next time.